The crowd starting to raise the roof here at Chase. After two years of uncertainty and injuries, the Golden State Warriors have put the splash back in the finals. We're going to get our post-game guests. Okay, that would be a couple of questions for uh, Stephen Curry. First of all, congratulations on the win, and, and uh, how sweet is this after the last couple of years? It means everything to have a chance to go win. Yeah, Bob! Give Bob Myers some credit! Nah, uh, <laughs> to, uh, nah, seriously, to have an opportunity to be back here, like, at the beginning of the season, this was the goal, but so much work, so much good fortune. Um, team coming together, peaking at the right time in the playoffs to get back here. It feels very surreal. Uh, we know this isn't the ultimate goal, but I'll be damned if we're not going to celebrate this knowing what we came back from these last two years. Can you reflect at all uh, this experience versus your first one in 2015 making the finals? Uh... I got parent-teacher conferences tomorrow. Yeah, uh -oh. there you go. That's the big <laughs> Blessed to have you know, these, these kids growing up that can actually experience it uh, you know, with me and my family. But a lot has happened, obviously, to have an opportunity to do it with Clay, Draymond, Andre, Loon, the guys that have been around for so long with our new core, our new, our new group of, of young guys. It means a lot, man. It's different, but it feels the same. Hey, you got to go get, get a trophy to help lift up over there. Absolutely. All right, man. Congrats, Steph. See you. Stephen Curry. Thanks for his staff for taking a moment of celebration to join us. Parent-teacher conference. That's pretty cool. That is cool. To, to be able to do that and and your kids know who you are. Yeah. And they, they can appreciate it and they can enjoy it and they're part of it as well. That's going to be a pretty cool thing for him. So now we await the awarding of the trophies. The Warriors and raced out to a 25-point lead. Dallas cut it down to single digits. Golden State able to close this one out. And they have a clinching game in San Francisco for the first time since April of 1964. And just a sweet thing. Hardly anybody has left this building. They want to see that Western Conference trophy. And, you know, it's not the ultimate goal, as Steph said it, but, you know, they should celebrate this. This was a hard job to get this far. And, and, you know, I have no problem with people celebrating after playoff wins because, you know what, they're hard. So let's go downstairs and pick up the trophy ceremony. We have the great Ernie Johnson who will be handling the microphone for TNT. Ernie should be talking here in a moment. Kevon Looney, 10 points, 18 rebounds tonight in the closeout game. Clay Thompson at right, 32. Thank you very much. How are we doing, San Francisco? I figured. Uh, there is a name now for the Western Conference Championship Trophy. It has a name. It is the Oscar Robertson Trophy. It is going to be presented to the Western Conference champions by a guy who won three rings with the Golden State Warriors.
It is my pleasure to introduce Sean Livingston. It's my honor to present this trophy to the Western Conference champions, the Golden State Warriors. Draymond Green picks it up. Holds it above his head, helped out by his teammates. And how fitting is it for a franchise that's battled back through injuries and that are almost indescribable to Clay Thompson, but this franchise battled back from two years of injuries, uncertainty. Dream, Draymond, can I have a word? And Sean Livingston's the one. How are you, man? Yes, sir. Hey, look, every, every journey to the NBA Finals has its own course. Um, what makes this one so special? Uh, this one is special because this is a group that no one thought would ever be back here. You know, Clay Thompson go through two catastrophic injuries. Steph Curry breaks his hand. We went 15 games two years ago. Um, a group of young guys and experienced guys and Bob got at me earlier this year when I said, I don't know if this has ever worked. And he got at me. But this group continued to come every day, put the work in. Our coaching staff has been amazing. And we're here. we back. Draymond, congratulations. We have, um, we have some more hardware. For the first time ever, uh, the NBA is recognizing an MVP of the conference finals. And in the and in the Western Conference, that trophy is named for a legend, Magic Johnson. So the Magic Johnson Western Conference MVP will be named, and again, Sean Livingston will do the honors. The Irvin Magic Johnson trophy goes to your very own, Stephen Curry. Yeah! No doubt that he is beloved by his teammates. His wife and children are here tonight getting to watch dad get the trophy. All right, step right up. <laughs> Number one. <laughs> what <laughs> is it something you can share with uh, the 20,000 other folks? What's making you laugh? Nah, Andre said, now I'm happy. <laughs> <laughs> this is a blessing. Obviously, it's a team effort to get back here. What Draymond said for us to be out the mix for the last two years and to be where we belong back in the finals. Uh, this is special. Our fan base to do it in this new building. Everything about it is special. So we know uh, we know th this isn't the ultimate goal, but we got to celebrate this because all we went through these last three years. So what is it, Stephen? What does it mean to have? Uh your fellow Splash brother doing this with you again, to see the way he came back, to be connected with him, with Clay Thompson again. 
and to be going back for the sixth time in eight years. Dub Nation knows what he's about, what he brings to our team on both ends of the floor, and just the heart and determination. We saw what he went through these last two years, every single day rehabbing, grinding, putting his body back on the line to be back out here for this moment. Uh, I get it. Hey, real quick. This is, we're going to go off script here just a second because I got to say something to you. And I, and I, I want to hear from you. And these folks want to hear from you. This has been such an incredible snapshot of your perseverance and the way you've stuck to it. And then to come out and have this kind of a game to get you back to the finals. Play. I mean, I should have had 10 threes. I left like three on the board tonight, but whatever. I'm just so happy to be back. I'm so thankful for this team. These guys carried us to an incredible start, and then to be coming back in there, I mean, I'm, I don't want to get emotional, Aaron. I can't believe we're back. This is crazy. I'm going to enjoy this tonight, but wow, we still got four more to go, Dub Nation. This is, I'm going to soak this in tonight, though. I can't believe it. I really can't believe it. Hey, everybody who's an NBA fan is happy for you. All right. All right, I appreciate you, man. That's it. So we've got, uh, we've got you've got a trophy. And, and your team's got a trophy, and you've got a team going to the finals again, San Francisco. Congratulations. Job well done by Ernie Johnson of TNT. That's not the easiest thing to do, to stand down in, in a place where the, the sound is echoing back to you and keep your head on straight. And listen to that crowd. Nobody wants to leave. Got a few leaving, but most have stayed. The whole celebration down there, by the way, is players only. The coaching staff and the front office are standing off to the side. They wanted the players to savor this moment. They're moving in for a picture now, kids included. Andrew Wiggins and Draymond Green each have their, their daughters with them. But, boy, it's, it's, uh, it's an emotional moment. Clay Thompson, you can hear the emotion in his voice. Stephen Curry. Now the celebration starts to break up just a little bit. Stephen Curry went down two years ago for with an injury. Clay Thompson was already out for the year, and he thought, oh wow, is this, is this, this is going to be the script for the Warriors for the next few years? But Bob Myers, Joe Lake, of course, the Warriors' ownership were determined to make something out of a bad situation. So they end up trading Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant agreed to, for a sign and trade. They get D'Angelo Russell. They turn that into Andrew Wiggins and Jonathan Kaminga. And then, of course, the Warriors drafting Jordan Poole, developing him, and he put in... All that heavy lifting, too. Just an amazing, amazing story right now. And the Warriors championship trophies are being displayed at center court, which is kind of cool to see. The Warriors have won 120 to 110. We'll have our post-game thoughts coming your way. And once again, 
Western Conference goes through the Golden Gate. Most playoff games with eight or more three-pointers in NBA history. Clay Thompson, he has five after tonight. More than Curry, more than Lillard, more than Ray Allen. And the Warriors win their ninth consecutive home playoff game, matching the franchise record for longest win streak in a single postseason seven ninth since 2017. Tim Roy, Tom Tolbert, talking about the Western Conference champion, Golden State Warriors. Yeah, I mean, just really, really good stuff. Uh, yeah, look, I figured it, in the middle of the year that this this would be one of the handful of teams that could do this. They were talented enough. They just had to. It's going to be tougher than it, it was in the past. And that Memphis series was tough. And this one was easier than, than I thought it was going to be. I wouldn't say easy is the right word, but easier than I thought it was going to be. Of course, none of us expected they'd be playing the Mavericks in the right. Western Conference Finals. That We all figured it would be the Suns. The Maverick had different designs. But, I mean, just a really fun year uh, of watching these guys. And when they play, they play they play such fun basketball. And it's really aesthetically pleasing. Uh, Steph and Clay, of course. And just to see Clay come back and have the success he's had this year and the success he had tonight uh, with his 32 points, it's just really, really cool because he – it was a long, long road for this guy to get back two full years out of basketball. So it's so much fun to see him get back and do his thing. Uh, Wiggins this year, uh, first-time All-Star. And then the second half of the season, yeah, you know, not nearly as good as he was the first half. But the playoffs, oh, he's man. been fantastic. Wow. Uh, quiet is kept. He had 10 rebounds tonight. He had yeah. another double-digit rebound night. And that's something that, you know, they told him at the beginning of the playoff run, you're going to have to rebound. And he has. He yep. absolutely has. Ten rebounds. Looney, 18 rebounds tonight. Uh, seven offensive rebounds. They had That was a big story in this series, offensive rebounds. When the Warriors were able to get to the offensive glass, they were able to do some damage. They had 14 offensive rebounds tonight seven of those looney three of those wiggins and that's usually the two guys that are doing the damage on the offensive glass is those two so now it's just fun to see these guys get back to the nba finals again it's been a fun season uh the young guys uh, i was happy for bielitsa who had a heck of a game tonight really did the stat sheet's not going to tell you uh how good he was tonight but he had five points six rebounds three assists just good stuff. And defensively, he was very, very solid. So I was happy for him to see him get that type uh, that type of run. And then Moody uh, coming in and doing what he's doing. So that's good stuff. PJ! PJ Colosimo coming over from ESPN Radio. Always good to see the Love PJ. PJ's awesome. Head coach of the Warriors. Uh, got his slacks there. Those are Nikes. I guarantee he didn't pay for those. <laughs> I should have asked him with a, with a shot as he's left the building. <laughs> Not Very a nice. chance. Nice. Not um, a chance. <laughs> by the way, think about this: Stephen Curry, Draymond Green, Clay Thompson yep. have joined players like this who have played in six or more finals. Bill Russell, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, LeBron James, Magic Johnson, Jerry West, John Havlicek, Kobe Bryant, Michael Jordan. Shaquille O'Neal, Wilt Chamberlain, Bob Cousy, Tim Duncan, Elgin Baylor, Steph Curry, Draymond Green, Clay Thompson are now in that category, in that discussion, in that neighborhood, if you will. So, 
Steve Kerr? Steve Kerr, yes. Yeah, <laughs> you're right. I always told him he uh, he followed championships around. Maybe they followed him around. Well, you know, <laughs> it, well, two years ago when the Warriors were, what, 15 wins, that was only his second losing season. College, pro, whatever. He had one losing season in Cleveland. Every other team he was on was good. That's crazy. It's nuts. I mean that that that's pretty good. That's pretty good stuff. Wow. <laughs> I mean, you look at the, the the makeup of this team, and and what Steve's been able to do with it. It the, they are so tied together. You think of a, a team that has a bunch of stars, and sometimes they go their own way and do their own thing. And, they, like, these guys aren't hanging out all the time. They're men. They're not college uh, players. They don't go to movies all the time. They got families. So. Yeah, especially now. They have families. But when they're on the court, these right. guys are tied together. I mean, they're, they're in it for the right reasons, and they do what they need to do uh, to win basketball games. And that's just – yeah, they have the talent. There's no doubt about it. But the talent has to be on the same page. And that's the fun thing about this team. They they usually are on the same page, both offensively and defensively. And they are most certainly going to need to be when they get to the finals this year. Yeah, you know, and, and uh, either team is going to be a real test because they're both fiscal. They're both defensive. You know, as much as we talk about how the Warriors have their culture, uh, you know, the Heat have their culture. They, yep. they It's a different culture, but it's theirs, and they own it. And... You know, that's how they play. I, I still think they have a shot at maybe winning tomorrow night. I, I would not be surprised uh, if Miami somehow finds a way to win game six. I think Boston's better, but I think I think Miami could, you know, somehow claw out a, a victory and force a game seven. That's just the way that series has gone. Well, look, in that series, I wouldn't be surprised if aliens landed at midcourt. <laughs> it's just that's that series. Hey, that's a I mean, can anybody win by ten? Fireworks instead of twenty or twenty-five in that. Uh, in that, that's just the most bizarre series uh, that there is. But yeah, look, Boston's better. Miami could win. There, there's no doubt about that. There's also no doubt in my mind that Boston's a much tougher matchup than the Heat would be. Oh yeah, because you look at that starting five. There are no weak links. Nope. Defensively in that starting five. And someone has found. You know, they were searching for the fountain of youth when the conquistadors came and, and, and they, they were searching for that fountain of youth. Al Horford has found it. He just hasn't told anyone where it is. That's he a, looks like he's 22. It, it, me, he, he plays a, like he's 22. He led a fast break last I night. I know. It, one man fast break. Unbelievable. And got to end one out of it. Yeah. <laughs> like, look at Al go. But who, are you gonna, who do you go after? Smart? Tatum? Brown? Horford? Williams? I mean, they are... They are really good. Yeah, and what, that, uh, defensively, Grant Williams is really physical. He is a very, a, very, very physical. physical. Yeah. And then offensively, they got two big time playmakers in Tatum and, and Brown. So that would be that would be a lot of fun. I mean, it still could be Miami, but there's just something about the history of the of the Celtics that they've been around forever and and they own the most championships in NBA history and. I just think that would be awesome for the team of basically the last decade to play the team that has the most championships. That'd be 
That'd be pretty cool. Since 2013, every year Clay Thompson has played along with Steph and Draymond. The Warriors have made the playoffs. And since 2015, they've made the finals every year that he's played. The two years he didn't play, he didn't make it. Of course, one year was also without Steph, and that made it you know, really difficult. But, yep. um, but yeah, to me, it's, it's really crazy that uh, they're able to do, you know, you just can't, again, without sounding, you know, over-the-top homerish, you can't, there's no way you can underestimate what the ownership and front office did. First of all, the Warriors are paying tax, like you know, so they're they're valuing winning over that. And a lot of teams don't. I've worked for teams that that hid behind the salary cap. Who? Um, <laughs> a variety of teams. I've only worked for two in, in, the, in the association. I think I can figure it yeah, out. Yeah, you can figure out the years. Okay. Uh, you know what was. <laughs> We, we, we the, the Warriors made a trade for a guy who was injured to save some money at one point way back in the Cohan. Oh, I remember. Yeah, and yeah, I remember uh, that. so that that's one. But two, also to be so creative with what they were able to do the last couple of years and and find guys that they think would fit, like Otto Porter Jr., like the Mindy Bielitsa, guys mm-hmm. that would fit what they do and would be be happy to be in this role that they're in right now. You know, and and to you know. 29 other teams had a chance to, to to integrate Gary Payton onto the floor and, you know, let him do his thing. And the Warriors were the ones that said, yeah, you know what? You can go down no. and play in the dunker spot. We don't care. No. Be be who you are. And and so uh, just the, the, the all the, the moves, you know, some of which I've already gone over, you know, for, for Wiggins and for Kaminga, just to be able to do that, it, it's just really out-of-the-box thinking at times, and they somehow find a way to make it work. Well, look, I don't think it's homerism at all to state fact is that he puts his money where his mouth is. And I think the thing about uh, Joe Lego and Peter Goober, they're fans. Yeah. They want to win. They want to win. There's a lot of That's owners that want to make money. And they don't want to dip into the into the pool. Uh, to, to They, they want to win. Like, everybody wants to win, but what are you willing to do to win? Well, they've shown you what they're willing to do to win. They're going to spend money. If it helps them win... They're going to spend money. They're not just going to spend it to spend it. But if it can help them win, oh, they're going to spend it because they want to win because they're fans. They're sports fans. And I've always thought that that's that's the least you should be able to hope for when you get an owner is that they're fans and they want to win, that they've made their money elsewhere and now they want to win a championship. Not, eh, well, I don't know. Yeah, I want to win, but I don't want to lose money. I don't, I don't, I don't want to spend this much money. It's like, well, then go do something else then. I mean, it, and I appreciate when fans own teams because they're going to try to win. Now, they may not always make the best decisions, but they're going to try to win. Well, they're going to try to win. They're going to spend the money, and they have made uh, some really, really good decisions. And two of the best decisions that he's made have been to hire – Bob Myers and Steve Kerr. I mean, those have been incredible uh, hires. Uh, they collaborate. They work together. There is a a really a really cool thing that happens when you get an organization that collaborates and works together, and no one cares who gets the the credit. They realize when they win, everybody gets a credit. There's enough credit to go around. Yeah, and and that's what they understand. That's what the players understand and that's what's fun about this organization and you know much like what the spurs went through when they were winning 
you know, when your best player is probably the nicest guy on the team and he's so unselfish that he doesn't care who gets the credit, then everybody else kind of falls in line. And that's what the Warriors have in Stephen Curry. He's one in a million. And, um, you know, he's the superstar that is delighted when one of his teammates has a great night and gets some credit. You know, he doesn't, you know, at the end of the day, he doesn't really care. And by, and by the way, a couple of numbers we're stealing from our good folks at TNT. One you can relate to your friend, the head coach, Steve Kerr. Uh, first coach in NBA history to reach the finals in his first six playoff appearances. Wow. Because even Red Auerbach did not reach the playoffs in his first six. He was coach of the Washington Capitals back in the day. He's already got a big enough head. You think I'm going to tell him that? <laughs> <laughs> and find that out on his own. The Warriors, 18, with this win, now he's 21-2 and two now in 23 playoff series. Okay. Uh, and 18 consecutive playoff series wins against the West. They haven't lost against the West. It ties the 1959-67 Celtics for the longest streak against a conference division opponent. Now, in Boston's case, there were less playoff series. You know, yeah. They would play one or maybe two at the end and then get to the final. And, of course, now they're 6 of 8, just like Michael Jordan and the Bulls. Crazy. That's pretty good stuff. Yeah, it uh, is. And it, it just goes to show you how good uh, he's been. Because the staff has changed. There are some guys that have been there for the whole ride. Uh, Q, Bruce Frazier, Bruce Frazier being one of them. Uh, Ron Adams. Yep. Uh, Steph. Chris DeMarco. Yep. Clay, Draymond have been through the entire ride. Uh, Looney's been through a lot of it. Uh, Andre's, Andre's been, been through a lot of a lot it. Of yeah, he went and then he left and he came back. So it, it just, you know, they know how to win. They understand how to win, and then they have the two best shooters in the league. Uh, or, if not, I, mean, I, I don't want to say that, uh, I mean, Steph's the best shooter. There may be others that say, well, this guy's number two, that guy, whatever. They have the best shooting backcourt in the history of the NBA, let's put it that way. And, and their defense has always been, when they're good, their defense is good. And I asked uh, Steve a couple days ago, I said, what's the thread you know, when you look at your team uh, from 15, they went in the championship till now. Because I look at uh, shooting being one of them. And although that that's two guys, and it was KD when he was here too. Uh, ball movement, player movement. And he said, well, defense. And I go, you know what? Absolutely defense. When you guys won in uh, 15, you were uh, number one in defense, number one in offense. I go, what's been the thread to defense to keep the defense going? He said, Draymond. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I thought, you know, Draymond. Draymond's one of the more unique defenders in the history of the game. Uh, he's one of the best defenders in the history of the game. And, yeah, I mean, when you have that guy and you can play that type of defense – that's going to give you a chance. I still remember that block that he had on Luca in the first half. Luca did a nice spin, went middle, yeah. spun, spun. He was going to finish with his left hand, Bang. and Draymond blocked it because yeah. he knew what was coming. He saw what was coming, and he was going to meet him there, and he met him there. And I guarantee you, Luca had no idea. When he'd spun, he had no idea he was going to be there. He was there, and he blocked it. But that's the type of anticipation you get with Draymond Green. And when you have him on the court, you're going to have a really good chance defensively. But defensively they're they can be really good again that's why if they do play boston it'll be really really fun because they're two good offensive teams but boy defensively 
they might be the two best in the league. Yeah. So it, yeah. it that would they be gotta, they, you know the Warriors it, it whatever team ends up winning the East the Warriors have to put their heart out on and be ready for the the physical part of it. You know it's um, going to be physical. It's going to be tough to score. Yeah. there's no doubt about it. Marcus Smart will knock down Stephen Curry at least ten times if Boston wins. So. Yeah, Marcus Smart will knock down everybody. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I tell you what, I love watching that guy play. Though he's fun to watch he's, play. He's a mini Draymond. He is. He's a mini Draymond. Yeah, it's exactly who he is, and he plays tough, plays hard the right way. He's a good guy, and you know he's he, again like Draymond. He's the guy that every general manager wants on his team and can't stand to play him. Hate playing you know? against yeah. him. Yeah, hate he, playing against him. Are you gonna get one of those yellow suits down there for uh, the finals? Uh, no. <laughs> I think that RC might be wearing that for the for the finals. So. I think he should. I think he should. That's I think a, that's you know, a good look. The Chiquita look. I don't think I've ever seen RC in a suit. I think we need to get get that suit going. He says no. RC says no. RC the thoughts of the Golden State Warriors do not reflect those of. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe they do. <laughs> oh man! Any uh, any other thoughts? No. Just uh, it's been it's it, crazy. It's been a really fun year. It's been a really fun playoffs. And I'm really looking forward to to the finals. It's been a long time since I've been able to to call the playoffs and, and call the finals, and I, I, I've had a great time. And it's been it's been fun. I miss doing it, and the, the, it, it, I, I just I can't wait. And next Thursday can't come uh, soon enough. Last time you were working with me in the finals, uh, we were on the floor in Cleveland. Yep, and. I did, wasn't really paying attention, and as we're we're walking out down to the far corner, um, and Shaquille O'Neal came and got in between me and you. Mm-hmm. I did not see you at all. <laughs> <laughs> you were gone from my field of vision. Yep. <laughs> yeah, Shaq, Shaq's a fairly fairly yeah. huge human being. He, oh, he's a large human. Oh, no, the goodness. last game before this year, I believe the last game we called together. Was when Kyrie hit that shot, and oh. the Cavaliers beat the Warriors oh. in Game Seven. Wow! Yep. All right, time to go. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> We're not going to talk about that. We're not going to talk about that one. We're not talking about that one. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah, that was the last time. You want me to talk about the first, the, the other the series before should, the year we, before? Maybe we should think about somebody else. Maybe work in the finals. Maybe you know we thought about that. Maybe bringing somebody else. I want one. What the hell you want from me? Guess what? Uh, I haven't lost a Western Conference series either. Yeah, it's true. That's true. You're I'm, I'm rolling. I'm rolling. Uh, I'm I'm hot. And you know it. It um, again, no matter who they play, whether it be Boston or Miami. I don't expect an easy series for any of those three teams, whether it be the Warriors, the Heat, the Celtics. I expect a, a just a full-blown NBA Finals-type, you know, deep series. Yeah. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. And could be a very defensive just, series, too. I just, you know, personally, I got to tell you, it's, it's you know, I, I know I've kind of paid my dues on this because I, I really think I'm still under 500 with my overall record. Oh, you more than paid your dues. <laughs> so <laughs> I saw so. some of those teams you broadcast. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't have worked with you for 50000 oh, a game. My goodness. <laughs> not those teams. You know, not to mention.
mention names, but we oh, I won't mention any names. But uh, there was one time I remember we came out of a timeout, and we're in Portland, and Portland had that team with Detlef Schrempf, and that, that the team that should have gone to the finals, right? That yep. team was low. Yep. She Wallace, and they had guards, yep. and they, they came out of a timeout with five guys, and and I'm looking at the five guys the Warriors put out there, and going, oh man. We did not have a chance. <laughs> there were five guys who were like, of the five, three of them were out of the league within a year or so. Were they really? Yeah. yeah. I think one was Tony Farmer. Yeah. So don't mean to throw Tony under the bus, but that's just, you know. You're getting paid back on the back end. Yeah, but but I just, I'm, I'm so lucky and blessed to be able to call high-level basketball played in a beautiful way, the way the game should be played, I think. I think that you know. I mean, don't don't get me wrong. You know, success in the NBA comes in many different, you know, guises and forms. And and but this is fun basketball. There's a reason why the Warriors are crushing TV ratings because this is a fun way to play. It's a fun thing to watch. And, yeah. And uh, it's really great, unselfish basketball. Absolutely. And I'm so lucky to get to do that. So. All right. Thursday. Thursday. Guess what? I I don't have to go home and pack tonight. No, you don't. <laughs> The over-under on me saying that for R.C. Davis was probably about mid-third quarter. Yeah, <laughs> yeah so. tomorrow, uh, win tonight meant tomorrow uh, no flight. No flight. And yeah. golf. There you go. Lose, no golf, flight. You know, I think. I it, really, I really preferred the golf no flight. I may have to jump on the course tomorrow. You're, that's, a, that's a good idea. I haven't done that in a while. Get out there and smack it around. Yeah. Yeah. Not care. Don't not, not care if it's good or bad. Just hack it around a little You'll bit. You'll always care. You'll care a little bit. <laughs> it's impossible. I say that too. And then you chunk a chip and you're like, God, I should have parred that hole. Well, you, yeah, you never want to wire me for sound. That's for sure. You know, and, yeah, you don't, you don't want to hook up that, that mic. You know, no. I think that'd be entertaining. <laughs> the match. <laughs> Oh, man. All, all the commentators say, I don't think he liked that one. No. <laughs> he put you on HBO. Oh, oh HBO, I'd be fine. The I'm HBO fine on HBO. I mean, I'm fine. If it, HBO, when HBO does a, a golf uh, celebrity tournament, I'll be there. And I'll, there I'll, you uh, go. I'll be there. I'll be there with you. Yeah. And it'll be like a six-hour round because we'll both stink. And that'll be, that'll be <laughs> yeah. fine. As long as they have beer. Well, yeah. We're not sure if they can finish before dark. But <laughs> <laughs> What? They teed off at 10. Should be able to finish before dark. <laughs> and why is the beverage cart following them around? Oh. I'm not sure. <laughs> uh, All right, my friend. We'll have right, a man. good weekend. Yeah, you too. Enjoy. You too. Enjoy. And Enjoy. I will, uh, next time we talk to each other, it'll be finals time. Oh, man. That's next Thursday crazy. at home. Absolutely. All right, Tim. All right. Tom Tobert, Warriors with a 121-10 win. And for the sixth time in eight years, they're in the NBA finals. It is just incredible.